Welcome back to Sports Scene. The National Hockey League playoffs are now underway. We've got Tampa Bay Lightning hockey tonight against New Jersey, and the guy making the call joins us. He's the Tampa Bay Lightning play-by-play voice, Dave Mishkin. Dave, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome. Um, You know, I guess if I'm a Lightning fan, a tremendous season, but correct me if I'm wrong, 0-3 against the Devils this year. Is that cause for concern? Uh, I'm not sure, Steve, and thanks for having me sure. on again. Technically, 0-2-1, one of those right. things went to the shootout, right. and you know, those are kind of coin tosses. <laughs> yeah, they are. Look, I mean, I think that we've seen enough playoff series over the years to, to recognize that sometimes the team does really well in a regular season series and then wins a playoff series against the same opponent, and other times the team does really well in a regular season series and faces that team in the playoffs and loses that series. It happened to the Lightning. A few years ago, they didn't have a loss in regulation against Montreal in a regular season series. They went 3-0-1, then they got swept in the playoffs. So I think the playoffs are just a different animal. Um, I think what you can learn from a regular season series is maybe a team's strengths and kind of what to expect in terms of the areas that you need to be sharp at. Um, but ultimately, you know, the playoffs are a different animal, and I, and I don't know that you should read too much into what happened in the regular season series. And I would say that even if the Lightning had gone three and zero against the Devils instead of instead of losing all three, injury wise, how does the team look? Well, Steven Stamkos missed, I believe, four of the last seven games with kind of a nagging type injury, but it looks like he's good to go uh, for the first game. The only other injured Lightning player is Adam Ernie, who's out, quote-unquote, indefinitely. But, you know, the Lightning have as close to a full, healthy lineup as you could hope for at the start of the playoffs, so that's good news. The Devils are in the same boat. They have one player who's been out for quite some time, Marcus Johansson. But other than that, they are, you know, completely healthy also. So that's what you like to see both teams essentially fielding a full lineup uh, to to try and win the playoff series. Dave, let me ask this, too. Um didn't make the playoffs last year, and here the Lightning sit number one seed in the East. Did you think the team would be this good when the season started? Well, I don't know that you can predict, you know, a team would break just about every franchise record that existed (laughs) before the season began. Uh, I think that there was cause for optimism, though, Steve, because, you know, two key injured players were healthy. Steven Stamkos and Ryan Callahan, another player who missed significant time last year, not with just one injury like those guys, but kind of on and off and wasn't really at 100% was Tyler Johnson. He was healthy. And interestingly, because of those injuries, it gave opportunities to other players who you know really finished strongly last year. The Lightning just missed the playoffs by a single point and had a very strong final two months of the regular season, doing it with some guys who were put in some into some new positions like Braden Point and Yanni Gord. And Andre Vasilevsky took over as the number one goalie after Ben Bishop was traded. So you had a feeling that if those guys could kind of pick up where they left off at the end of last year, the team would be in good shape. You never know, though, over the course of you know an 82-game season exactly how it's going to play out. But the Lightning put themselves in excellent position by having a dominant first half. And I think you know, in any way you want to look at it, I test statistically 
in terms of goals and goals against, shutouts, wins, losses. Like, their first half was better than their second half, but they gave themselves such a huge lead in terms of making the playoffs. I mean, they had other teams that were kind of on their heels first place, including Boston, which ended up catching them in in the final couple of weeks of the regular season before the Lightning ended up, you know, finishing in first. So there was that, but in terms of just are we in danger of missing the playoffs, I don't think that, that fear ever really entered the Lightning's orbit this year because of the great first half that they had. So did that contribute to maybe a slight dip in how great they were in the second in the first half, in the second half? I don't know. Is it reasonable to just say that it's hard to maintain the level that they set? For the first 40-some-odd games, that might be fair as well. But I think the encouraging sign was that you could see their game rounding into form in the probably last two weeks of the regular season, last four to five games. They had a statement win against Boston at home in, uh, in the late stages of the regular season, and, uh, and that was really positive. I thought that was a very important result, and, and the way they played in that game was a template for, for how they're going to need to play in the playoffs to have success. Having said all of that, once the playoffs begin, the slate is wiped clean, and you know, you're at 0-0, and it's a race to four. The first team to win four will advance, and if you're not that team, your season is over. So, again, like I said in the first question, it's kind of a whole new ball game right now, but the Lightning certainly should feel really good about the accomplishments that, uh, that they were able to make in that, in that regular season and set all the records that they did set. You know, some of the trades that were made, uh, one guy, because <clears throat> I, I grew up a Rangers fan, Miller, uh, I think he had something like 16 points in 20 games, something like that, uh, some other key acquisitions. Did those trades strengthen the team, in your view? I think they did. I mean, J.T. Miller has come in. He's been a little bit better than that. I believe it was 19 points in 19 games with 10 goals during that time since he arrived with the Lightning. So he's been, you know, a driver of offense for the Lightning, and, you know, as the playoffs begin, it looks like he's going to be playing with Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov, so two pretty good players that J.T. Miller is playing with, and he spent a fair amount of time during those 19 games playing in a line with Stamkos and Kucherov. So he has definitely added not only, you know, a statistical boost, but, you know, the player that essentially went to the Rangers for Miller, Vladi Nemestikov, is a very high-skill player, as a forward as well, but they're slightly different. I think Miller is more of a quote-unquote power forward, and if you were to look at the Lightning's lineup, you know they probably have less of that type of player at forward than maybe the the quote-unquote you know high-speed <laughs> skill forward. Not that Miller doesn't have skill, but you know he will win pucks in the corner. He will go to the front of the net, get some dirty goals. He's done that in his time with the Lightning. So I think that it really helps supplement the Lightning's lineup up front. And then, you know, Ryan McDonough is an elite defenseman in the NHL. And, you know, the Lightning bolstered their defense core by adding him. It's not the easiest thing in the world to, you know, come to a new team. And when he arrived, he was injured. So, you know, he wasn't able to get right into the lineup. I think he finished with 14 games. And hopefully, you know, that's enough for him to feel fully acclimated to, you know, a new team and new teammates and a new system. But, you know, I would say that he looked more and more comfortable as, you know, we ticked off the games. You know, like by game two, he was better than in game one, and by game ten, he was a lot better than in game two in terms of just feeling comfortable out on the ice and, and you know, kind of knowing how the Lightning were wanting to, to play certain situations. So, you know, they're getting a high-quality player in McDonough, 
uh, to bolster their defense, and they got a, a really strong power forward who was produced already in J.T. Miller in that trade. Uh, final two things for you, Dave. Given personnel of New Jersey and what the Lightning has, in your view, what has to go right for the Lightning to advance past this round and beat New Jersey? Well, it's a good question. I think in any playoff series, no matter what the team is and what their you know relative strengths are, there are some general tendencies. Like, you need to execute well as a team. You can't give any freebies away with bad turnovers and bad spots. You need to make key plays at key times or big plays at key times, and that can be scoring an important goal at a critical moment or getting a big save at a crucial component. I think special teams are generally important. Penalty kill probably a little more than power play because maybe you can supplement your offense by not scoring on the power play, but if you are giving up goals when you're shorthanded, you're going to make the path to victory a lot more difficult. And then, of course, you need solid to great goaltending. So those are just general tendencies, I think, no matter what the series, those are things to look at. Specifically against the Devils, who are a high-speed team and that have hurt the Lightning at points during the regular season in transition, I think they'll need to manage the puck well and try and control the puck as much as they can and limit turnovers and not give New Jersey ice to skate with because uh, they can really hurt you if, if you turn pucks over and they're allowed to use their speed in transition. Didn't mean to interrupt. My last thing, Vasilevsky, uh, I think, <clears throat> is, is really good in goal. He kind of said he got tired. Do you see him rejuvenated now? Well, they gave him more rest down the stretch in terms of, not only in terms of games, I mean, he didn't play every game, obviously, but, you know, he missed uh, a lot of practices voluntarily, or the team said, you know, take this practice off, rest up. Uh, he actually stayed off the ice on a lot of game day skates. You know, they skate in the morning before a game. And I thought he finished the season well. Um, you know, he had that set out against Boston. And, yeah, I mean, I think that this is a fresh season, too, for all the players. And if the wear and the and the grind of the regular season maybe was getting to them as we hit, you know, February, March, early April. If you aren't rejuvenated and excited for the NHL playoffs, then you probably need to find another profession. <laughs> so I would not be I would not be worried about Vasilevsky's relative freshness uh, heading into the playoffs. I'm sure he's ready to go. And I'm sure Dave Mishkin's ready to go too. We'll have the call tonight. We'll have the broadcast live. Game one, Lightning and the Devils. Dave, appreciate your time. Thank you a lot for coming on. My pleasure, Steve. Thank you. You got it. Good guy. Dave Michigan, uh, play-by-play voice of the Lightning. And I'm going to tell you what. Hockey is a cool game to broadcast. And unless you're from New York and you're of my age, people forget that, and I'm a big Ranger fan, that Marv Albert, you know, we all know what he does for basketball. He was also, for years, the Rangers play-by-play voice. Can you imagine him doing a hockey game? Here's Jockerman, the save! by I mean, great. He was great on radio doing that. Uh, by the way, just got uh, confirmation here. I told you earlier that the Gator track team is going to host a Tom Jones Invitational. Mouse Holloway, the track coach, will call us at the top of the hour to preview that. Look back a little bit at uh, Florida Relays uh, as well. 1246 time check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry, where the answer is always yes. When I come back, I'm going to tell you four signees the Gator women's basketball team has made, and you better get out an atlas. Tell you more about it. Stay with us.